Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby. Featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron episode, what episode is it? 861. I am Brian Kilby with me here this week. Chris is back. I am. Chris, you were missed. Good. <laughs> it was, it was a very short show last week. I noticed. I have to be absent every once in a while just to make you like remember why you appreciate me in the first place. <laughs> My absence forget. does indeed make the heart grow fonder. It does, yeah. Uh, Matt, just trying yes. in. He's, he's here. Rob. Hello. Diecast. I'm also here. And Donald. Donald Hello. Headmaster Don Ferguson. The star Hello. of the show. Yes. I'm not. I, I'm just the, I'm the I'm just the grouchy old guy that yells at you know. That's me. Empty but, shelves. Donald but Don, Scrooge. <laughs> but Don, everybody loves Oscar the Grouch. It's true. Yeah. yeah. If I'm gonna be anybody, I want to be Count von Count. I mean, okay. if, I, if I'm gonna be anybody, I, I mean that I makes sense too. Yeah. So Elf on the Shelf warmer, you better if you're gonna do it. You got do it just like now. a couple days. You got like a couple <laughs> yeah, days. I think this is it is time. Pretty close to the cutoff. Yeah. So like, uh, Rob sent a package this week. Uh, thank you. Um, all that stuff's going to the Toys for Tots Dropbox tomorrow, and it's over. So uh, don't send me anything. This it's, it's too <laughs> don't late. Send me. Stop. Yeah. Stop TF, yeah. Yeah. Don't send. Yeah. So. Um, drop it off in your local. Like, go do it. You you have no more time. So please make a difference in a child's life this holiday season. So Don sent me a text yesterday, day before. Um, that Holly Newstone had passed away. Who? The voice yeah, of Air the Razor. Voice of Air Razor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw this on Twitter. Walkie uh, David Willis had mentioned from someone that he follows, who is friends with Gary Chalk attended a recent award ceremony and that she was listed in memoriam and uh the news got out that she had passed away back in may uh and that for those people who may not be transformer fans that are just or you know uh, she was also frieza in the ocean and westwood dubs westwood oh if that if that helps any so the the article that i saw so like that that so yeah, so like the cutoff, uh, like when they went to Funimation was like right around the Frieza saga, wasn't it? Uh, like halfway through, I think. Yeah. yeah okay. Not when the Ginyu showed up, I think. Okay. So yeah, uh, I sh- I'm assuming based since she did Beast Wars, she's probably in reboot. Is that a safe bet? I um, didn't. I didn't get a chance to. I don't uh, know. Look, I don't know. Look, I, yeah, look at her IMDb. I just saw that, and then the article that I did have time to read. I, I don't know what else she would have been in. I I I mean. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Usually, something like this happens. It it makes uh, the rounds pretty quick. But I, I have to imagine she didn't do a whole lot of other things. Uh, otherwise, we would have heard about it. Again, it's unfortunate. It's also being assumed that her family may have uh, wanted to exercise some privacy over the you know the loss of the loved one, and uh, that's true. Did, you know, did not publicize the information. That's fair. That's but, fair. But I think even though for the short short period of time the character was on the show, I think Air Razor became a fan favorite just uh because she wasn't she was very uh, she was a very interesting character and shame she got wrote, wrote out of the show with Tigertron. and in japan she's a boy yeah she's she's multifaceted then yeah did she did she attend any conventions i don't remember ever seeing her i don't i don't remember her being at any bot cons or t or tf con perhaps I don't remember being in a botcon, but again, it's after some point everything just starts to blur for me, so I don't remember for sure. Okay, uh, yeah, unfortunate. Also unfortunate. Uh, this is like I don't. Know, this is this is probably the biggest news item of the week. It may not be the biggest uh, that or the one that we'll talk about the most. It's definitely uh, not the best. Yeah, no. Hasbro is cutting like over a thousand jobs in 2024, and they've already cut 800 in 2023. 
Yeah, it's being estimated that this represents about a third of their remaining workforce. Yeah. This so, really depressed me, especially uh-huh. hearing it right before Christmas. Like, this yes. is yeah. absolutely yeah. And terrible news. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely... And it's not very... I don't understand it, because from what I what little I've been able to follow, their financials in some sectors were looking very good. In Again, some sectors, yes, right. but overall, not so good. Not yeah. overall, so, great. So, what I've read is that the only part of the company that actually uh, turned a profit was Wizards of the Coast, and the only reason that they did was because of Baldur's Gate 3 and Monopoly now. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. also heard reports that it's up to 2,100 people that they were laying off and that they're closing the Providence, Rhode Island location yeah, completely. Yeah. So... What I so I, what I read in the restructure, and I, I've been a part of this type of restructure before. They said they're looking to simplify the management structure uh, and remove layers. They should I start mean, with the top layer and move down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Chris Cox. I've not been impressed with him. Um, no. yeah. I mean, it's been a pretty steady downhill slide since he was, you know, took his position. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, there are a lot of there are, there are macroeconomic factors, and the fact again, going, I always go back to what Aaron Archer said, like ten, twelve years ago. He left because shipping, you know, oil-based solid objects from Asia across the globe is not a sustainable business. And he's right. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's been several people pointing this out on Twitter, so I apologize for not giving credit to those people who posted it, but. When Nintendo was in some similar financial troubles, their talk of executives actually took pay cuts. Yeah, but that, to, that's, to avoid layoffs. So I'm just saying we don't we're we don't know what's going on inside. At, at some point, it, you can only do so much to keep from letting people go. Right, but we don't know, Don. Oh, we don't. We don't. It's just with the way the world is right now. I'm thinking again. This is me. I'm thinking all this other stuff wasn't even attempted. That was that was the first option was just lay people off. I do, don't you do you know that? I don't know that. I'm just saying you're I, you're, I, you're I pulling that, that out of the air. You don't know. I know. I am. I am. I am. I'm just saying in the corporate environment that we've seen over these past few years, I can't imagine any altruistic things being done before this happened. But again, that's me and my cynicism. That's that's John, yeah. that's again that I'm not not defending Hasbro because I think it's crummy, especially at the holidays. Mm-hmm. I am very disappointed in this, but we don't know. I mean definitely prayers go out to everyone yes. at Hasbro. Um it, it's even 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 just them saying that they're gonna lay people off leaves an uneasy feeling in everyone's stomach in the company because they may not know who's safe and who's not and right before the holidays is not I mean, a good time to have yeah, that unfe- these may be people that, these may be people that we're familiar with because i mean yeah. during the Could last be. layoff it was people that appeared on fan streams mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and I, and i think one thing we're going to have i think we should uh, at least i'm going to mention it brian is that the fan community needs to moderate their responses yes i i, I, I think that Yes, all of us are very, a lot of us are very upset by this. We are connected to this company through the products. We also have some measure what we buy in a way affects the company, but we need to moderate our response on how, like how we respond to this. We need to take a, we need to take a a very close look at how we moderate this. So it doesn't become something well out of control on the consumer side. Yeah, I I just want to add to that that yeah, just for everybody out there, whatever your bone to pick is with Hasbro, and you know you buy from the company long enough, you will have some. It happens. It is probably as not as large an influence on this happening as you'd like to think it is. That is exactly right. We don't know. Um, there are a lot of macroeconomic variables at play, and the fact that I just don't see Hasbro's business being sustainable forever. No, which is why the last CEO was trying to branch out into you know different areas to keep Hasbro you know in business, and then this new one just went and undid all of that immediately. Yeah, twenty twenty three 
has been a great year for media, at least at, at cinema. Like it's it's up over the last few years. Like I, the biggest year that we ever had, I think, was twenty nineteen, maybe twenty seventeen. It's it's a much higher percentage of the twenty nineteen number than we had in twenty 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 one or twenty two. So it looks like that could be a better business to be in than making toys. So yes, that might have been a mistake. I don't know. Who knows what the true vision of the company is? Maybe they really want to just be the best at making toys. But if you're going to do that, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm also just really salty about this as you know, someone else who lost a job this year. So mm-hmm. understandable. When it comes to like what it takes to like redefine the future for Hasbro, I my question is, or my thought is, really, Haslab. They're producing high end collectibles that are paid for. Could we expect that Haslab becomes something that they dip their toes into more? Again, I don't want to speculate too much, but like I could see that being the case. I mean, that basically puts them on the same model that uh, Bandai went on with their like adult level collectible stuff, their premium Bandai stuff, which was all made to order pre-order only items. If you could not or did not put in the pre-order your option was secondary market at whatever markup it was going to be because like they're making exactly that number and if, you know you're going to wait the year or whatever it takes to get that production line uh get going and get the stuff turned out like i would really hate to see yes. Hasbro turn into a premium bandai kind of situation uh but there is going to come a point when there is not a tenable alternative for them because the retail system for toys is not going to support the model we have right now we're we're at the tipping point with that as it is if transformers go up another five dollars across all the price points like that's gonna be the that's gonna be shooting the foot out from under it basically yeah i think I, we've already passed the threshold for a lot of people frankly i know I, I for know. me i'm yeah. the, for me and i'm yeah I, I just can't do it i'm done i well, i don't remember the last transformer i bought at full price i'll put it that way it may have been Deathsaurus. That's actually very possible. Yeah, there's one. No, there's one thing, I, and I don't want to turn this to a lot. Lo- this is a conversation for maybe a some other, something else. But I've been saying for the past couple of years, you know how tech savvy I'm not, but I've always said that I think they're going to eventually get to the point where you buy the files when home printing is further along than what it is now, and you make your own toys. You're and you're just buying the files from them. And Aaron Archer had a similar opinion about it that 3D printing was more likely to be the future of the toy industry. Although, I don't think it's going to be the at-home solution like Don's proposing. It's going to be a shift from injection molding to 3D printing factories, basically. Or they can can charge you margin on the materials and things. But But do you think there's a way for Hasbro to look at the, I don't want to say, candy toy, Shogun modeling, We've seen these high-quality figures from Japan, the Common Rider, the Super Sentai, that when you build them, they are as articulated as a regular action figure. I mean, real they, action figures come that way originally before they make their way to us. Right, but I, I'm just saying, do you think that's something Hasbro may look at Who knows? for their stuff? Is that is that feasible in the American market? Don, Don well, what I would, that's a good question. That the In the American market, I think it's a great question, but let me just say yeah. this. Don, anything that you suggest is probably been on a whiteboard in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. People, you know, throwing all the stuff on the wall to see what would work. So it's possible. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I, the question is, would that work in America? The, the, the problem I have with Don's suggestion of like shifting to a more model kit style thing, you would need a manufacturing process as precise and fastidious as what Bandai does with their model kits. And Bandai guards those secrets jealously and with like murderous fervor. They will not let any of that stuff out. And there's also a large uh, section of the toy community who just isn't interested in model kits. Yes. Hello. Me. (laughs) Me. Yeah. And like kids, if they still want to sell to kids. Yeah. And they do. Most kids can't and won't do that. If they mm-hmm. market it like Lego, I mean, it's something it's not the same. Well, it's, 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 I know it's not the rule. same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, and Lego, you don't have to put it together exactly like it says on the instructions. 
Yeah. Now I think, I think in terms of just, there could be a market for if they could get something, the quality of Bandai's entry grade models where you don't need any tools, everything's in color. If they could do that, that they might have be able to have a future with that because the assembly on those is not particularly taxing. That might get a few more inroads than a full-fledged model kit. But again, just to, to note, Bandai are damn plastic wizards, and I yeah. don't think you know. The, the, well, we have years of evidence on of Hasbro QC that no, they are not up to that level, frankly. Right. That that's the thing. Yeah. Like Bandai has so many trade secrets in how they design and manufacture their kits. Nobody's ever going to be on that same level as them. Uh, also, just to reinforce Rob's point about the entry grade kits, I bought um, Legacy Blitzwing early this year from Eduardo Licious in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, and uh, don't bother waving. He, he, he doesn't he, watch the show. He doesn't watch, he doesn't watch it yet. I forgot. <laughs> he just hangs out because we're a cool community, as far as yeah. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's fine. Nice. I love that. Oh, yeah, um, that's great. But when I bought the Blitzwing from him, he sent um, an entry grade. It was the America Colors Gundam that he had built, put together himself previously, and like that's a damn solid fine little model kit especially for being you know a five or seven dollar product like you know if if we could get something like that as an action figure alternative i guess like there could be something behind that but that would have to come from bandai and not hasbro because i don't i don't believe in hasbro's ability to do that yeah Yeah. i i I, i'll be honest i don't understand hasbro sometimes just because you know the things Don's suggesting, the, th- the uh, figures Don's talking about, yeah, they're very high quality for very low price, but, you know, distribution over a series of islands as opposed to across entire continents does kind of affect things. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, something I, something I got today I, I got I, that will go in the ham section of the show, just I'm looking at this and going, okay, you know, how do they do this for the U.S. market for this price? I don't, I don't understand. So that should be fun to hear about. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, there's some, there's something in Hasbro's, uh, in Hasbro's process that, you know, brings the price up, I think relative to other companies and how they make toys. And I don't know what it is. It's certainly not a quality control. No, I, I think you probably hit on something and it's, probably if i had to guess all the overhead that goes into running a company the size of hasbro which is one of the reasons that they're doing these layoffs if i had to guess and closing an office and closing an office that stuff it's not cheap and if they feel that they're overinflated when it comes to headcount maybe they're trying to get leaner and mere entirely possible but again just speculation um what's not speculation is now we know cert for certain the uh, Titan for 2024's tidal wave, and I am 100% pleased with it, but apparently, according to the show notes, Chris is only 90% pleased with it. Yeah, so um, jumping a couple bullet points, sub-bullet points down on this, uh, Sam Smith put on his Instagram account uh, three posts about the behind the scenes, and in his uh, explanations of how the toy was designed and everything, he revealed that uh, it cannot transform between robot and super battleship mode without being taken apart, which is a loss versus the original toy. Uh, what they've done, they've introduced a base mode. I'm putting air quotes around both words separately. Um, solely for the ability to say that Tidal Wave can transform from robot into something without being taken apart because it can uh, do that. Uh. Um the uh, the base mode is extremely uh, Titans Return. Stop by to say hello after five years, and I don't mean that in a flattering way. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, that one thing aside, though, this tidal wave looks fantastic. That's why I say I'm ninety percent satisfied because, except for the not taking it apart thing, they got everything else right from all appearances. I mean, I, I, I wish had the little elevator with a minicon. Yeah. Other, oh, other, than that, other than that, you know, hundred percent Hasbro, no notes. Yeah. So I would say whatever mask could have gone into making a Ramjet Minicon for this tidal wave went into making the um spare parts mini tidal wave elements to put on Legacy Armada Megatron. Yeah. Which will be completely useless for me since I don't have our med- 
Armada Megatron. It'll be yeah. useless for me because I hate Armada Meg- Megatron, and I'm probably going to get rid of it. Um, I bought mine. I bought mine with one of those found gift cards. I paid twenty five bucks after the gift card, and I still feel like I paid too much. Yeah, but I wanted to go with Prime. So again, colors look great. Oh yes, they looks the great. Colors. Yeah, tidal wave. I mean, that's that's a day one order for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not he, waiting for clearance on that one. He's about twenty inches tall. Uh, yeah, the height is comparable to the arc in robot mode. Uh, the ship mode is much longer from end to end. I think the Nemesis might be slightly taller at the head and much more at its shoulders because of the way the Nemesis is built. But like, yeah, Tidal Wave is very on par with the uh, recent uh, crop of Titans in size terms, which is it's reassuring because I was thinking uh, with the three separate vehicles having their own engineering we might lose out some on the size of it the same way that um, like Devastator is a little bit smaller as a Titan versus some of its contemporaries. Yeah. Like, I heard this was about as tall as Devastator. So I have, I can't remember if I ever put the Ark and Devastator next to each other. That could actually be right. The Titans have gotten, you know, progressively smaller as all things have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Ark. I don't know that it has any more mass, but it has. It feels like it has more volume mm-hmm. than, say, Metroplex. Even though it's beside a Metroplex, it looks about the same. It feels to me like it's the the Cybertron Metroplex, mm-hmm. as well as the Nemesis. I just again, I just do not care for Nemesis. Um, I, if Nemesis was a pre-existing character mm-hmm. and its form factor matched my vision of what that toy should look like, I probably would be fine with it. Mm-hmm. So in hand, um, Tidal Wave is certainly going to be like less bulky than, say, a Scorponok or uh, an Omega Supreme, which I keep looking at, having to look at when I'm talking about them. Uh, but it more or less, it absolutely fits my pre-existing vision of what the toy should look like, so I'm going to be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, the visual styling on this is fantastic. Like, they, they took everything that was cool-looking about the original Tidal Wave toy and then just like cleaned up all the rough edges from like the original transformation joints and some of the robot articulation points that couldn't be disguised at its previous size and complexity level. Like this, the battleship mode on this looks super, super clean. The mm-hmm. robot looks a lot more like solid, bulky, and cohesive. Like they nailed, if not the way Tidal Wave looked in the cartoon. They nailed the impression you got of Tidal Wave in the Armada video game, which was like the best depiction of Tidal Wave. Yeah. So we got a... Are there any hidden... Like, we saw the box, right? Somebody had posted the box art. Yeah, the, the box art was uh, part of the Instagram post. Is there anything hidden on him? As far as I know, is it was it was too small and blurry to really tell. Like, okay. as, as much as we can see, it looks like the other characters on there are just generics. Okay. Um, and that's been more and more of a practice when they're not like purposely trying to hide a clue to something else in the packaging. Um, like, was it the Ark or Metroplex? One of them had the Nemesis flying by in the background as the clue to like that was going to be coming up uh, afterward. Like, just things like that. When they do try to purposely hide specific things, but otherwise they just use generic stuff, I think, because they know we're going to be scrutinizing every little bit of every piece of art they ever post and they don't want to like mislead us that this this or this is happening so is it conceivable that they would do i mean so this is uh armada uh nemesis was ostensibly g1 Mm -hmm. before that is metroplex which is cybertron um they're probably I guess we do a G1 again, but like, is it conceivable that they would like go to say like an Energon Omega Supreme or something in the future? You hmm. think? I don't I'm, see why not. Yeah. We've speculated on this in the past. We keep going back to the G1 well, but they have at least twice now got to something a little more, a little more modern. We, we've, we've got, you know, the G1 Metroplex and the, the uh, Cybertron Metroplex. So I don't see why we couldn't get a different universe version of Omega Supreme. Yeah. Although, if they if, may want to space it out a little bit more, but if that were to yeah. be the case, though, what I would really prefer they do instead of Energy would be animated Omega Supreme, which has not ever had a toy of any kind. And we always go back to that. And honestly, I, I I was saying no before. Maybe I'm talking myself into it that that's conceivable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. 
at this point. I mean, there's got to be a struggle for, uh, you know, practical things to make a Titan out of at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, you but know, animated Omega is an Omega Supreme, which we had not terribly long ago, mm-hmm. and an arc, which we had even more recently. So I right. don't think no, it would I'm not be saying next. like it's going to be next year's Titan or anything like yeah. that, but like I think it should be something that's on the list. And for my taste, before Energon Omega Supreme would be on the list. Now, Energon Omega Supreme as a Titan, I would be interested in that because it would probably also herald that there would be an update toy for Energon Optimus and hopefully Wingsaber to go with that because the original Wingsaber toy was an unrelenting brick. Yes. And it would be cool to have something that looked like that and had the, the, the interactive functionality but also was an articulated toy in its own right. They could do that today. The the things that I was going to point out about um, Energon Omega Supreme, it is visually very distinctive from the G1 Omega Supreme. Yes, yes True. it is. I don't know. The thought just occurred to me that if they do animated Omega Supreme, they could also get us like a selects version of the Lugnut clones. Yeah. And I mean, Hasbro could just sell me three of those right now. And, <laughs> and General Techno would flip for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thumbs up on Tidal Wave. Yes, yeah. we're 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 all quite pleased. Now, how long until we get it in Energon colors? Um, I mean, at least a year for the select version. If they would, you know, actually try to do one still. Yeah, I mean, so would they do that with the original toy colors? I would go Energon. I would too. It's it's awesome, but it's also crazy. Energon has Energon has a better chance for select because it was also in a show. Yeah. I think it would sell better than like a toy version. The only place in media the toy version appeared was the video game. That was in the toy colors, as best I can remember. Um, but for cartoon appearances, like you have the colors you're releasing it in and Energon, those those are the two options to go with. Do you think they would do the translucent green plastic, though? I sure as heck hope not at that size. Yeah, I would I, hope so. I, I'm, I'd be uh, torn. I'd, I'd want I'd want it to be in that because it would look joints. better. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I'd want it to be that because it would look better, but also I would never want to touch it if it was like that. Right. So it's, you know, just because of that consideration and, and being, you know, caught on that dilemma, I, I might, if I was going to re-release it, I might do the toy colors instead. And apropos of nothing, uh, because it's it's it was immediately in, in within reach, and I just don't appreciate it often enough. I, I really would would love to have, like, a Titan class wouldn't make any sense but a titan class beats for second galvatron hmm. sure i mean commander maybe class? commander yeah class. i mean that yeah. could be a, that could be a commander class for for next year since we're getting Mac. well year after that since we're getting magmatron i would love to have that sorry i literally i i, <laughs> sat, I sat in beside my desk a couple days ago and forgot about it and uh <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorites okay um origins will jack i a lot of people love it i i'm not feeling it I'm getting box Wheeljack. He did not skip leg day. I don't care. I want it. He didn't skip yeah, it's backpack so- day either. Yeah, it's uh-huh. something that could very easily just stay in vehicle mode. Yeah. yeah. It will stay in vehicle mode. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be a giant stack of folded up panels, and I want it anyway. With like, a blast shield. Like, yes. I don't think the robot mode looks bad from the front. The legs are a bit much. But well, other legs than that, it's me. fine. Yeah. Vehicle mode is exactly what I would want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they nailed that vehicle mode. And the right. box art seems to imply that you can actually somehow shove Origin Bumblebee in the back of it. Yeah, you have to fold up his side wings, and he should just Makes slot sense. right in. Yep. Alas, uh, we've uh, we've discovered recently that Origin Bumblebee is uh, discoloring on some of its yellow plastic already. Yay! Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, have fun digging that out and seeing the state of it when uh, you get Wheeljack in hand. Plastics I mean, on mine didn't match when I bought it. Yeah, I was about to say it's not it's like worse. I was. It's not like the yellows on a given bumblebee. You know, you're you're going to get at least three of them anyway. So, I'll tell you, like one that did not have that problem that bad was the Netflix one that nobody got to buy. Oh yeah, that has a really nice creative yellow plastic. Like I yellow have orange. It. It's great. I have it too, but like you know, tons of people had a lot of trouble finding that toy ever for retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I never dig it out, did it really yellow? 
Well, see, I've considered that option, too, just going full Schrodinger with uh, some of the recent toys, because <laughs> if I don't look at them, they can't be ruined. Exactly right. But at that point, I never know, because I don't know where place. the toy is. Well, that too. Oh, uh, let's see I here. I so, get the jazz. I didn't get that. Oh, I forgot about jazz. So that'll be the third one. Yeah. yeah. What's left? So It should just uh, be those three. Shockwave? Shockwave, has a Shockwave only ever had one transformation mode. Yeah, Shockwave was just a gun. Yeah, yeah. sound wave. Lamp post. It was sound wave as lamp post. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 the tetra, and the Tetra Jets, but we've yeah. seen what happens when they try that. That's nothing. Yeah. Maybe we get another pass at the Tetra Jets, but I'm scared of that. Yeah. But you should be scared of that because if they do it right, it'll be an eye poke hazard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. Yeah. You're, you're, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, it's weird. The, the best looking Tetra Jets, really? were the ones by Impossible Toys as far as getting close to the animation ah, model. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, so but it's, they weren't it's, particularly good. I mean, it's the toys were not good, but as far as getting close to the the source material, well, they, they were the closest. I mean, okay, there's a good reason for that, which is um, the like even as much as we say the the siege tetrajets are just a robot rolled up into a tetrajet shell. The Impossible Toys ones were like three times that value. Uh, and I received one of those Impossible Toys Tetra Jets for free, and I still feel like I was ripped off. <laughs> like, that was just not a good product by any stretch. It wasn't. It it's, wasn't. it's sad when the toy is not worth the space it occupies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You're the Dragon exclusive Crimson Flame. We didn't know the name before. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it for a really weird reason. The promo pictures of just the dragon standing there don't really do anything for me. The promo pictures of it on the stand where he you, you can kind of imagine him floating through air. I love that. Like that sells it to me. If it didn't, I don't think if it came with the stand, I would want it as much as I do. The head but sculpt is really nice too. I can mm-hmm. see that on my shelf in dragon mode on that stand, and I'd be totally happy. It looks nice. I'm not buying it, but it looks nice. Depending on what it costs, I might go for it. But with the I don't uh, know. with the robot feet hanging off the back of the head and the tail, it's it's very Red Dragon Thunderzord to me. It, yeah, it really is. <laughs> but that that's not a bad thing. I like it. I I get. I think I have to. I like the colors. I'm hoping yeah. it'll be available in the U.S. And not too expensive. I mean, it'll probably end up on Pulse at some point. Yeah. I mean, for the right price, I would consider getting it. I guess uh-huh. there's actually a QR code in the in the photo that you can pick it up on Amazon. Amazon Singapore. Yeah. Oh, so I guess that won't work for me. I yeah, I don't know if Amazon Singapore will ship to the U.S. You can try. Yeah. <laughs> Trying right now. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, I forgot about this next item. Um, production sample display of Nemesis Bridge 3-pack. Yeah, so I to me this was notable because Shockwave's purple looks a lot more like what I expected it should look like. It's a good change. I've, I've seen speculation that that might just be the light source it's under because that um, light piping is super lit up in that photo. This, yeah. is, this is like the... This is basically the G1 equivalent of the um, Beast Wars... Better Siri, better whatever what the line is. Oh yeah, Beast Wars again. Yeah, that's or the, like, that's or like movie the best. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, incidentally is that cassette sound wave or space slab sound wave? Cassette sound wave, Netflix nice. sound wave. That's right. Yeah, we talked about the, that before. Yeah, getting this three pack probably still cheaper than getting Netflix sound wave. Yeah, it, uh, it looks nice. I mean, probably not. I think the I think the purple on Shockwave. Taking another look, it. It may not be as bright as the lighting makes it look, but I'm pretty sure it's still a little bit more vivid and a little has a little bit more red to the uh, to the uh, purple than the original release does. And also, not you know, covered in siege scratches. Yes. Yeah. Although, but by the same token, it does not come with the extra ship parts, as far as we know. Yeah. So Good. it doesn't it doesn't make a really fancy spaceship. It just makes like a you know Universal Century style space brick. Yeah. It, yeah. It makes a Magellan. Mm-hmm. And, and Megatron is Earthrise Megatron again. Yeah. Although again, I mean, that that paint and deco on it makes it look nicer than it deserves to. Yeah. 
And it looks like I pre-ordered this back in October. Also, I really like that for the display in the booth, they hid Megatron's stupid cannon spear thing on the back of the throne. <laughs> yeah, it looks good there, though. Yeah, it, yeah, it really fills that thing out, doesn't it? Yes, it looks good hidden behind the chair. Yeah, well, <laughs> the only thing you can see is the pointy part sticking up that looks like it should be part of the chair anyway. Exactly, 20, yeah. 20,675 yen. Yeah, which, I mean, at the time you pre-ordered, it was probably equal to about $140. Yeah. Which, mm. like Rob said, is still probably cheaper than getting a Netflix Soundwave. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Netflix Soundwave, Brian? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, then you I don't do. need this set. Yeah. Uh, have you checked it lately to see if it's gray is discoloring? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, just you might want to do that first. Chris <laughs> is just ruining all our good toys today. Yeah, I, yeah, you do know that for a while in our Discord, my nickname was Dream Killer, right? <laughs> uh, I okay. haven't noticed any discoloring on my Netflix Soundwave yet. Yeah, I need to go back and check it. It's upstairs in the two sort room. No, I have a two sort pile. I have a two sort room. That's sad. <laughs> So McFarland Toys, I saw this. I I still don't get it. McFarland Toys announces licensing partnership with Hasbro. Yeah, page punchers for uh, Marvel and Transformers and Star Wars. I think, and maybe Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. So wait, doing what? Huh? Page punchers. What's small that? small little uh, figures that come with a comic. They're about mask size, maybe a little yeah, bit bigger, like three inches tall. Yeah, and but, and, and they're articulated, and they come with a comic. But Hasbro doesn't own like. Marvel or Star Wars? No, but they. Uh, but what the press release at McFarland's website lists is Transformers, GI Joe, Power Rangers, and Dungeons and Dragons. Got you. Okay. They do on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not crazy about McFarland toys, yeah. so I don't yeah. know. This doesn't uh, make Mar- Marvel wouldn't make any sense anyway, since you know McFarland does DC toys. Yeah, you can do both. I mean, it's happened before. Yeah. Mego. It's rare. Yeah, yeah, it is rare. It is well, and, yeah. Mego was in the seventies too. Yeah. Oh, it was a different time. Different time. Hasbro begins up- uploading Transformers animated to YouTube. What? Oh, yeah. nice. They got episode one up there, and uh, episode the best one is, series. Episode one is available in 1080p, which I believe that's better than the, what you got. Yeah, it's the first time it's been available to view in full HD without broadcast overlays on it. Because when the hub ran it, it was in widescreen HD, but it had you know uh, like the broadcast bugs on it. Now, I wish they would do that with uh, car robots or robots in the skies. Well, I don't know if there's an HD version of that to be had in the first place, but uh, otherwise, I take your meaning, yeah. yeah. I'm also not sure who owns that series. Yeah, well, no one does. That's, that's the yeah, thing. That, that's, that's why we wish, because if it appeared there, like we would have an indication that, oh, Hasbro has the rights to that again, or at least they think they do long enough to upload it to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. If if I had like you know millions upon millions of dollars to burn, I'd probably just put that out on DVD in a cheap release somewhere and see who sues me first. Yeah, I mean I got lucky and got the uh, Region Two version that has Chris McFeely's commentary tracks, so I got. Oh, nice. I had I had I got, rips of that. Yeah, so I got I, I got lucky. I got lucky um, on that. I just I just don't know where the I'm not sure the DVD player that was a Region Free player even still works anymore. Yeah, I, I had dual layer discs. I bought to burn them, and hard drive crashed. I, I lost. Uh, them. Uh, pain. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, lots of photos of Studio Series concept art Megatron. Looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So my takeaway from this is that they have made an action figure of a robot that is extremely, extremely clean looking from all angles. And it contorts into the sad, painful imitation of two different vehicles. <laughs> it's like a triple changer action master elite. <laughs> I, yeah. That, that toy just, it makes me really sad after seeing the concept models that were done for the vehicle modes. Because those looked really, really good. And then they were just ruined by the fact that they had to make a toy out of them. The, the the jet spaceship thing is almost okay. It's like it's like a well, it looks like a gritty reboot of Galaga is what it looks like. But <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. If they would have just picked one or the other vehicle mode, this would be a really really nice toy. They just tried to have too much all at once. They tried to have their jet and tank it too. Yep. I don't know which uses the episode name that or the uh, like a uh, triple changer action master elite. <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad I've given you options. Yeah. I wish I hadn't said toy squirrels before we started. Same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Uh, uh hand photos of Studio Series Core Class Mohawk. Yep, that... Uh, yeah, it sure is. I appreciate yeah. that for the five people who still really love The Last Night, they can have one more Decepticon from that movie in their collection. Mohawk was a great character. It's the I... only one that you'll remember besides Nitro Zeus. <laughs> On the Decepticon side, yeah. Yeah. Much. On either it's... side, I don't remember. I don't even remember what Autobots were in the movie besides Bumblebee. I mean, Painted, Cogman. Boom, Bumblebee Painted up like there. a junk. Painted up like a junkie on an I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I see maybe. It. Cool, let's jump to what we got this week, and remember, uh, Ham Sandwiches, off-topic, what we got this week is available to patrons only, uh, but let's start with Chris. What did you get this week? Well, I was going to have Legacy United Chase to talk about today, but my post office didn't get it out on the damn truck this morning, so that'll be tomorrow. Uh, Don has one though. Why don't we hear from Don next? Oh, are, are you done, Chris? No, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said. I thought you had. I thought you had something this week. Not on topic. Okay. Oh, okay. Don, why don't you tell us about Chase? Okay, Chase is good. I was wanting him to be the figure that came out this year that would make me look at DevCon and say you're number two as far as deluxes of the year. Chase, I like a lot but he's a little fiddly getting into car mode, very reminiscent of Shadow Striker uh, from a few waves back. Oh, dear. I know, I know I'm, I'm not saying he's not that bad as far as getting stuff to tab in, except at the end when you have to flex a plastic right just a hair past other pieces of plastic to lock it all together. But the transformation is it's super interesting the way the legs unfold. The only thing that really bugs me, and uh, what I'm, I'm showing, but what I'm saying is the shoulders. There is no locking point. There is no. There is no soft connection. No hard connection. The arms don't really lock into place that I can find. So they're. If you start posing them, they'll start drooping down. Mm. Um, the leg, the transformation where the top half folds to meet the bottom half is really interesting. It's just getting the front of the car to peg together solid enough to peg in everything else around it. Cause the door panels have small little tabs that you have to flex under the front to get it to lock into place. So I, I do really, really like the figure, but it's just fiddly enough for it to not replace DevCon as deluxe of the year. Well, the other problem with that too, is that that's a 2024 toy. So like for the RFC awards for those purposes, uh, chase, it doesn't qualify this don't year. We, don't oh, we? Grand, don't we? If, no. if we got, we don't. No, I'm Special dispensation. This. Yeah, we, okay. we had that. We had that con, uh, conversation. I think last year. Yeah. And the year okay. before I, that, and the year before that. Yeah. Okay. And after this, never remember. So I like him. He looks great. We're finally getting rescue bots in a deluxe style format. I will buy every one of them, but he's not quite in my head what I wanted. Um, also from Amazon, tfradio.net slash Amazon, I got Magnum, Magnumus, Magnumus, Magnus, 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 the Rock Lord wannabe, have not had a chance, I got him today, looks great in robot mode, I like the the rocky kind, it's it's like the natural evolution of a Rock Lord, I mean, let's let's be honest, Um, but he looks great, I like the, he's a lot of the same color, but there's enough there's enough shading difference, so he's not like just... I can put him on my gray laptop. He doesn't blend in with it. Uh, he looks good. I look forward to messing with him. I just haven't had a chance to. It's in stock right now to purchase at tfradio.net slash Amazon, and I'm debating whether or not I need it. Yeah. No, no, we, you've moved past this, remember? Yeah. I mean, I'm still buying stuff. It just it has to be the right stuff. Right. It's not... It's it's just you. It's it's a unique enough figure that I, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to you know having something different on the shelf. Um, I stopped by. Uh, there's a chain called City Trends, and yeah. they they were reported getting Transformers. Well, I saw uh, G Axis for like twelve ninety nine. I saw. Oh, he's definitely worth that. Yeah, retro, yeah, retro reissue Pterosaur for seven ninety nine. Oh, that's get that at Ollie's. Yeah, it's a good yeah, price well, though. I, 
actually, City Trends are cheaper. They're nine ninety nine at Ollie's and seven ninety nine at City Trends. But oh. what I did pick up for seven ninety nine was Beast Wars reissue K nine. Oh, nice for seven ninety nine. I just donated that to get uh, to Toys for Tots. Good toy, good choice. And I got a Wolf Fang. Uh, I've I cool. have I have the original Wolf Fang, but I wanted to get this one to open. That way, I don't really because I don't know how long that Wolf Fang is going to last as far as the ball joints and everything. So I've got one that I can have in robot mode, and I think he I think my original is still in Wolf mold. So mode. So there's that. Oh, that's uh, the one I have. I got my quadrupeds mixed up. Yeah. Oh. So um, there's that. Um, and the last thing I got, giant space death chicken. Excellent. So you got you got you got your hands on this one. What Hazlab. do you think about it, Don? He just came late yesterday. He was stuck in Kernersville for two days, and Brian knows where that's at. So it's 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 a it's a FedEx sub I have trouble with. Stuff always is delayed coming through there. I haven't had a chance to transform him. So if anyone else has spent some time with him, please take over for me. Um, but the joint seems solid. Everything is nice, a, a clickety ratchet. Um, the breast animals fit correctly. I've seen I've seen some reports of people's not quite lining up and wanting to pop out. So far, mine has not had that issue. Yeah, mine didn't either. The chrome, I'm worried about fingerprints and stuff, but it, it's a so that's what I'm kind of worried about. So uh, I, I haven't transferred mine. I'm not going to. I don't need to. Like I, the space chicken mode is irrelevant. Um, but. The one thing that I find most interesting about him is when I saw the chrome wings on the for the chest, my heart like I just like was crestfallen. I'm like, oh god, these are going to snap off. But they actually, there's like a tab. It actually tabs onto the other piece. Yes, it so doesn't clip around the hinge. It's a it five, five millimeter yeah. peg from the back. Yes, yeah, it, do, yeah, it doesn't clip on the hinge. I I love that. It looks like it clipses on. It clips around the hinge. But it just, just, it just slides over on it. Yeah, it slides yeah. on. It's held on by by Minaport. So he looks great. I can see where the budget went. Of course, you've got the throne, which I, I haven't had a chance to pull any of that out yet. Uh, but I, I don't I, know how to get the throne on the base. I mean, I, I have to get the throne on the base. I don't know how to set him. There's. I don't know how to like set him down on it without him falling off. Um, one of the videos I did watch is when you go to sit them in, pull the kneecaps forward. Yeah, that frees up the knees. Sit him in the it chair. It gives him more than a ninety degree bend on the leg. Okay, yeah. and then and then when when he's in the chair, fold the kneecaps back to sort of soft lock everything into place. Okay, yeah, I, have, I just have just get a lot of poster tack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I have him. I have the stand. I'm using the stand and. I have him uh, standing beside a star saber, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, so uh, I'm really happy with I'm really happy with him. I was a little worried uh, about you know with the delay and everything because it's like oh god, if it's lost, I'm never getting another one. Yeah, um, the QC feels good. The plastic feels pretty great. solid. He looks fantabulous. Uh, he's gonna look great next to Victory Saber. Um, so yeah, a very worthwhile purchase. Uh, I hope to get him in space chicken mode. Uh, but it was fun explaining to, explaining to Christy what he was called in Japan. Yeah, he was a he, that was a interesting uh, conversation. And thank you, Don, for was. thank you for correcting me, Don. It is Victory Saber, not Star Saber. Yeah, I have him combined. So yeah, them combined. Uh, yeah, it, between this and like I could have got this, or I could have got the his tank. So I'm, I think I'm, I think I made for me the better choice. <laughs> and yeah, well, uh, that's all I've got. That's not ham sandwiches. Um. I got Star Saber. I mean, I got I got Star Saber. I got this last year. <laughs> got Star Saber. I was just looking at my uh, G1 Victory Saber and Desaris and um, over on my shelf and how drastically different they are in size and how much how much better the uh, Haslabs are uh, compared. Cool. Yeah. So they look better together than the G1 counterparts do. So I think that's all I got this week. Uh, Matt, what about you? Okay, so I was telling Don in pre-show to you know make him proud. I used some Dononomics. Uh, I found a gift card in my wallet. Uh, I thought I had a couple bucks left on. I, ch- I checked the balance, and it turned out I had like twenty-five dollars and some change left on it. So I went ahead and picked up a deluxe, and I got uh, detritus for about 
66 cents out of pocket <laughs> with that good nice. card. Oh, that's great. It's a shame it wasn't like a swindle. It would have been more ironic, but yeah, that's <laughs> that is true. That is a really um, great deal. I, yeah, I, I like him well enough. I mean, he's basically just mostly the uh siege hound again with some new parts on it. Uh, the Jeep mode kind of suffers for that, like especially the back end, and I don't like the new narrow tires on it. It's a little weird. But other than that, you know, good figure. I guess we'll get Hound in Evo- Legacy Evolution. I guess we'll get him eventually later on. I mean, it's it's bound to target as an exclusive, so it's just going to be whenever they decide to do something with it. Or until the time runs out for them to release yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hasbro Pulse still has stuff on their clearance sale, so I got two more scrapbooks. Good. Since a couple of mine are tied up in my uh, refuse reptile now. <laughs> And I, like pretty much everybody else, um, the Dark Emperor himself, Death Saurus, uh, I absolutely love this thing. I think the Hasbro team has hit their stride on HasLabs. Like, it is pretty much exactly what I wanted. Uh, yeah. The breast animals fit in mine perfectly without any anything. Nothing pops out. Uh, I have put him in space chicken mode. Just to say I did it, it is absolutely as ridiculous as it should be, and I love it. Good. Uh, everything stores on the back in its own little little place, which is super nice. Uh, everything except for the flight stand, which you have to take the throne off to put the flight stand on. Mm. But, yeah, I love Death Saurus. Um, I think these Japanese figures are, you know, where the Transformers has labs are going to make their money. Like I, I think I think that's gonna be their bread and butter. Yeah, I know they're great. trying something I know they're trying something different next year, but just just they saying, do, you know they they could do two. They could, and but I'm just saying, you know, Death Saurus is the third best selling Haslab ever and Victory Saber's the fifth. Hey um, Matt, one one thing you can do is you can take the ball and chain and put it in the back in the hole of the chicken neck. Oh, yes, so, I forgot about that. So I, that. They showed that on a video, didn't they? Yeah, so, yeah, so that way, if you, smart. if you want some storage for robot mode, you can do it like that If you until you want to switch it out with a sword and, and stuff. Yeah. On, Very on, nice. On Tiger Breast, I do love the ridiculous tiny little body as opposed to the great big honking lion head or tiger head. It is absolutely hilarious to look at in person. But That, yeah, that I, thing looks really substantial in hand. I haven't gotten a chance to mess with it oh, yeah. yet. Oh, yeah, it's it's big. Um. The surprise for me, Boater and Peepo came out really good. Like oh, uh, nice. ho- Holly and Fire were not the best quality when they came with Victory Saber last year. But Boater and Peepo, I haven't had anything pop up yet, and like everything feels good. I haven't had a chance to mess with mine yet. I've just focused on DZ when I got home today. Yeah, I I kind of expected to just take these and kind of you know toss them off to the side, but I'm actually really happy with the way they turned out. So. Yeah, I think this is definitely their best uh, HasLab offering, Transformers-wise, so far. Um, nice. Uh, that is it for me, Transformers-wise. Backcast? Oh, yeah. I am super happy. I got uh, animated Optimus Prime. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Sweet. He is a really good toy. Really good transformation. Really solid. Nice robot mode. I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, so he is, that's why when we were talking about like animated Omega Supreme, I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Cause I'm just, you know, I was just messing with this guy to uh, yesterday uh, and I like him. So yeah, definitely bring on some more animated figures like this, uh, that the transformation series. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it is I, well. It's, I like the animated. <laughs> I I I did not watch it for years and years and years. Uh, but when you know when I did watch it, I enjoyed it. Some of the toys I really didn't enjoy that much. Uh, but th- this is really nice. Animated so, a- animated as a toy line had a really weird batting average, but the things that they got right, I loved. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next thing that I got that I actually just took out of the box while we were talking, uh, it's Fans Toys Jive X, which is their, um, I guess it's their toy version, but it actually has all the markings, like the Porsche markings, all the racing markings. I'm actually uh, going to... It does? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Good for them. For um, now. Yeah, if, if, you need, if you need one of those, get it early. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard to get. Um, <laughs> it, but it's Not beautiful. as hard as it will be. <laughs> is it the um, same? Is it the same toy that they did before? Did they change? Like, so this is the second version of Jazz they've done, yeah. right? Yep. Um, no, the only thing that's different is the coloring and the, uh, you know, the license. So it's a, it's a, it's a re, it's a repaint, basically. It's a repaint. It okay. is a repaint, but it is absolutely beautiful. And, I uh, I've heard job is pretty bad to transform. Don't you've got downbeat, right? Yeah. I mean, how's that? Yeah. For those people that, how does he compare to downbeat? I mean, he looks so much better. I love uh, downbeat. I'm, I I think Downbeat's like that nicest third party Autobot car that I've had. Maybe the only one that I've had too. <laughs> didn't you have? Didn't you have Sphinx? Uh, yeah, a Mirage. Yeah. yeah, it it's better. Than, it's definitely better than Sphinx. Yeah, no, I was just disputing the only Autobot car. I've had like thing. three. I've had like three versions of four versions of Sphinx. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but for me, highly. Highly recommended uh, if you like fans toys, if you like, you know, racing car style like I do. Um, it's great. Uh I also got the Rock Lord car, uh whatever his Magnus. name is. Magma uh Magnius. Magnius. Nagginess. I got Nagginess. Um Ultra Magnius. Ultra, ultra yeah, Nagus. We need, we need another, we need another Rockler to wrap around him so he can be Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, obviously didn't open him yet, but I like the fact that he turns into a car. I'm, I'm down with that. So looking forward to the three Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I got was Thundertron, which you know, oh, cool. I didn't bother taking him out of the package yet either. Uh, so he, he looks okay. Uh, I'm I'm down with the pirate type type thing in the peg leg. Uh, it's cool. And then I also got uh, two death sources that came yesterday. I think yesterday, and I haven't had a chance to open them. Op- at least open one of them yet. Um, but I'm glad glad Matt got it and is so happy with it because uh, he didn't get a Unicron. So and Brian never transformed his Unicron. Yeah, that I, looks like a much better toy than Unicron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like having fiddled with Unicron some, I I'm not impressed with it with anything other than the size. But hopefully this weekend I have a conference call like at six a.m. Saturday morning that I'm going to be on for a few hours. So while I'm on the call, I'm going to do my best to actually finally transform Unicron after what three years. I don't think it's going to be enough time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah, report, report back on next week's show how that I went. will. I will. I will. I think that's all that I got that's not a ham sandwich. Rob, anything? Yeah, I got a couple of things. Um uh first off, I did get to Desaurus. I opened him. I haven't uh I haven't taken him out of the packaging yet. I need space to lay it all out. Um he looks great. Uh, I swear to, there's just like the faintest scent of mold to the packaging on mine. Hopefully that's not a widespread thing. To be honest, I've gotten worse from you know some of the secondhand Japanese toys I've been buying lately, so I, I can live with it. You um, can live with it. Yes, but um, the other thing I got is uh, over on Blue Sky, Anthony, uh, TFU Info, uh, let me know that there was a sale on at uh, Walmart's website, and uh, uh, Movie Hot Rod was like $18. And since I had not gotten that in stores and I wanted a, uh, wanted a, you know, nice magenta G1 hot rod, I went for that. Um, and it is, it is extremely magenta. The deco is really nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I got that. It looks good. And I've never, you know, found a junker one at the Goodwill ages ago, but I've never owned one that actually had like a hood and a head before. So that's, that's a nice <laughs> thing. And yeah, it's a nice, nice little toy. And yeah, uh, nice to have that. And everything else is, in fact, ham. And uh, ham sandwiches are exclusive to our patrons at patreon.com slash TF Radio. If you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash TF Radio and sign up. 
Uh, patrons get an ad-free version of the show a day early. doesn't mean 24 hours, but it's a day early. Sometimes it's more than 24 hours, if I don't uh, remember. Uh, at a higher bit rate, uh, weekly Patreon exclusive pre-show podcast. If Don says something way crazy out of the way, it might make it as a uh, an edited version of the show. Just wait uh, until the, th- the, 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 the wrap-up and our predictions for next year. You want to hear crazy. I got a couple yeah. ideas. Oh, uh, hot, boy. hot five a week early and working on getting posted. Patrons to touch here to be on hot five and touch patrons get mentioned on the show each week and also listed at tfradio.net slash credits. And I'm about to do that now. Uh, thank you, Kevin Dorsey, Tiger Forces Ninja Consultant, Jason Hiley, Eric Griffin, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Joey Russell, Sean Williamson, Spider Bob. Jay Klein Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, and Sean Bratton. Thank you all so much. You're awesome. We appreciate you. You rock. Let's see here. You can find all of our stuff at tfradio.net. Years worth. Years and years and years and years and years. Tons of it. Uh, you can also uh, find me at briankilby.com. And I'm committing that. It's a little late, but. By Sunday, December 17th, by 9 p.m. Eastern, I will have this year's Christmas album posted. Late, little late starting on it. Wasn't certain that I was actually going to do it, but uh, we are doing an abbreviated album this year. So Is it more like a find, Christmas single? It's, it's like going to be four songs, I think. Okay, Christmas EP. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be available at briankilby.com, and I'll tweet it out and get all that stuff. Uh, let's see here. John DeLuna, not here. You can find him at that John D everywhere. Rob Springer, not here. He is at zonebase.org and at Rob Springer on Twitter and at zonebase.bsky.social. I'm also on Blue Sky and all that stuff. Don, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, I can release on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Oh, one thing I meant to ask, one meant to say, I'm sorry, Brian, is that I did receive off my Amazon wish list, tfradio.net slash Don list. Uh, an acrylic display stand. Uh, there was no note. So oh, whoever... you're welcome, Don. Thank you, man. I sincerely appreciate that. Uh, I was going to say, be on the lookout because I sent everybody stuff at the same time and you hadn't said anything. I'm so I've, I've just remembered it when I was doing my Amazon plug, my Amazon list. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Uh, you probably won't like what I'm planning on putting on there, but I think it'll really work with my captain power, captain planet figures. So the power is going to be better. <laughs> actually, I, actually, I don't have any Captain Power figures. As a matter of fact, I wish, wish I'll get bought... working on that. Yeah, well, I'll wait for the eventual reboot. Maybe I won't be dead by then. At least watch the Captain Power like training video VHSs on YouTube because the animation they did for that is incredible. I've seen them. Ready. I've seen them. It is. It is. It makes me makes me wish miss the show a lot more. Cool. Um, Matt. Uh, Melvar uh, Three L's, two R's. Not very active, but it's there. It's there. Diecast. Uh, you're on mute, I think. You can, <laughs> you can reach me <laughs> at Twitter and Blue Sky at Diecast too. You can uh, like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. You can see my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Um, I do have some Yolo Park figures coming soon. The second wave of their uh, Rise of the Beasts characters uh that i'm excited for so as soon as i get those i will put i will get those together right away um and then i also have a wish list uh i don't know why you would want to send me anything but if you feel inclined tfradio.net slash diecast list cool uh rob okay i'm on blue sky at rob flails which is ostensibly the social media account tied to my youtube channel flail Right now, it's just me rambling about things, which is not unusual. Um, Flailthroughs is youtube.com slash flailthroughs. I've been doing it for over 10 years. Right now, I largely cover Gundam Battle Operation 2, which is a uh, free-to-play Gundam shooter that's been going for about five years. And this week, they are adding the narrative Gundam C-Packs and, uh, as a four-star drop, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that actually does. Uh, if you want to see the week's update video... Check out uh, the channel Thursday mornings. That's when I usually uh, post things or post the week's update specifically. Uh, post a new video every day. Uh, 
patreon.com slash foilthers if you would like to support what I am doing over there. I uh, take requests. I'm not quick with them, but I you know put as much thought and effort into them as I can. I, I actually did, uh, I think day before yesterday, somebody requested uh, the Delta Plus as uh, Coronation Starscream. That color scheme came out really nice. I am really happy with that. Um, and if you just feel like sending me something, tfradio.net slash claylist, and thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. Oh, Chris, I'm on Blue Sky as Chris RTXV. Um, if you want to see the work I've done on the internet in the past, uh, it's at playwithphotography.com. That's galleries, articles, and things of that nature for toys. Um, if you would like to do me a nice thing for the holiday gift-giving season, perhaps, or just random acts of kindness in general, I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist. Uh, you can find other seasons of Perfect Strangers on there, as well as other TV shows that I like, and uh, you know, various like, toy and toy-like items. All seasons of Perfect Strangers are good seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so like seasons one and two aren't as good as like three and onward, uh, and also those don't have like... Uh, modernized dvd releases so those aren't on the wish list because they're just not available right now but the other seasons four through eight uh seven and eight come as one dvd set together because eight was a like short mid-season replacement season or something six episodes something like that yeah i remember that being i remember that as a kid that really irritated me Mm -hmm. yeah that uh that tfradio.net slash chrysalis if i didn't say that cool sweet okay now well, we will be back next week. We appreciate everybody out there who listens. You are awesome. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements? Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.